Welcome to the What's Up Downtown podcast. I'm Jenna Sawicki. And I'm Nate Went. For our ninth episode, we are joined here in the studio with two locally-based consumer anthropologists, speakers, authors, and consultants. How are you guys doing today? Good. Fantastic. So now, for those of you that don't know, uh, Rich Kaiser and George Ann Bender have been featured in MSNBC's television program, Your Business. They made meetings and conventions, magazines, lists of meeting planners, favorite keynote speakers, have been named two of retail's most influential people, are included in the top 40 omni-channel retail influencers, the top 50 retail influencers for four years running, and have many more accolades, and they are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we start with the hard-hitting questions, let's jump into some easier ones. So, uh, Rich and George Ann, tell us about yourselves. Well, Rich and I have been business partners for the last 28 years. And the interesting thing is that we've been in St. Charles for all, all of those 28 years. All, every yeah. one of them. And the interesting thing about that is that Rich lives 90 minutes away from me. So, we stuck a pin in the center of a map. And we lucked out because we got St. Charles. Lucky break. I know. Because everybody in the world knows St. Charles, Illinois. Yeah. Everybody knows the Fox Valley. It's yeah. A, it's a, so, yeah, we're yeah. from St. And we can, be in, we can be in Florida or Doesn't Arizona matter. or whatever. And they Canada. say, where are you based out of? And we'll say St. Charles. And it go, oh, that's a nice town. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. But it's really absolutely true. So it's fun to be in such a vibrant community that has really great retail, lots of indie restaurants and retailers. And it's a, it's a, it's a good place for us to be because as consumer anthropologists, we spend a lot of time, a lot of time in local businesses. Stalking so, customers. Yeah. <laughs> Every time that I'm with you, you guys are always taking photos and you guys are always pointing a lot of things out. I bet, I bet it's hard to just go shopping or just walk into places without seeing a lot more than everyone wants you to well, see. Well, you know why that's important <laughs> is because when we speak, and we speak to conventions around the country, we're almost always gone, uh, one of the things that we, we're really cognizant of is not our ideas what we're saying. It's the reality of the street. And when people hear that, then they understand that this is stuff that I can use right now to improve my business or or do what I need to do with customers. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's easy to turn it off and it's hard to turn it off. And I don't know if you saw our Facebook page yesterday, but I went shopping with my future daughter-in-law, and I walked into a store, not in St. Charles. I walked into a store, and the salesperson walked up to me, and she looked at, me, looked at my shoes first. Then she looked at my face. She walked away and no. walked three, yes, walked three feet over to where Corbin was standing and asked her how she could help her. And they were having some kind of open house. And the entire time oh, we're in goodness. that store, nobody came back. So what we do is we capsulize what our experiences are professionally and personally and we turn right. them into you know experiences that we share with the people that that follow us so that we can say look you know do this don't do this or this is the great thing we saw this is maybe isn't so good so it's a, it's a good structure i think for you us you don't know where that next great customer is coming from no, they might no. not look like it either right. you know you can't judge anybody Didn't we learned that from um Pretty woman, we learned that you just never know. Exactly, we did. Big mistake. Yeah. Big Huge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before you guys were born, there used to be an ad that ran in magazines. Remember those? Yeah. yeah. Magazines. Mm -hmm. And it would show a woman, and she was in a mink coat, and she was all dressed out, big diamond earrings, perfect hair. And it this, the caption was something like, she's a shoplifter. Stop looking at everybody else. Because you're right, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Uh, we have a good time. I never saw that ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It would have been a good um, one. You know, you're missing out on it. I know. Okay, so um, if you guys had to describe each other in one word, what would it be? And be, be nice. Well, you know, let me <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I'm describing her, uh -huh. 
out of control. But I mean out of control in a very good way. George Ann tells you exactly the way it is. I, I have a I have a kind of a method that I give it to you a little bit a little bit softer, I think, or a little bit more watered down, more easily to accept. Where George Ann will shoot you right, you know, right where the information needs to be put. And I think that that's really good. So we're a combination of she's hilarious mm-hmm. and I'm kind of serious, I guess. <laughs> but the but the timing, it's almost we get a lot of comments like our your your timing is perfect never intentional we don't rehearse any program we just give them and so i think it we you know talking you speak me. from your heart we we're talking mm-hmm. about me here <laughs> now now my favorite subject y'all need to, to see his me, face so yeah, I, know. Talk about me for a stop for a minute. I, I think you're trying to say i'm irreverent you're you are and i'm direct you are very but i'm not a jerk about it not but at i all. will tell you what i think um and I think that's good. And I think part of that is the difference between a man and a woman. Oh, definitely. Right? And how how we think of things and how we view things. And, you know, Rich is, never turns off his business brain, whereas I can flip a switch and it's done. And I'm either George Ann or mom or grandma or something, right? Okay, so I have to pick a word to describe you. Jeez, I feel really bad picking this word to describe you <laughs> because you just gave me a shot in the... Um, no, I gave you a compliment. Right. I would say that you're brilliant. Aww. You are. <laughs> I am. Oh. I am. You are one of the finest retail minds that I've ever met, and I met a lot of them. Oh, you're making me cry. <laughs> I'm crying over here. But you know what you have taught me, George? And, and this is like customer, customer, man, woman. You have taught me that the, the woman shopping has got a mind that's filled with a lot of emotions, but you take in a lot of things at one time, and you evaluate. I mean, you know, it's kind of like you always tell me, it's like a, I can't remember what you said, but it's always like all these emotions going on. You feel those emotions, and, and yet you told me that I shop in a different way. You do. Men. And I would just like to point out what you just did. This is so typical <laughs> of how the, di- the the differences in how men and women communicate. I just threw you a golden star, and you immediately changed the subject. It's like, Rich, I, you know, Rich, I have to tell you something. My, my dog died. And he'll go, got any gum? <laughs> <laughs> we think differently. Everything yeah. immediately has to turn back to business I, or something but he's right about the emotional thing yeah I and always, it's not bad emotions no i i always say that men uh, men think of like they i feel like they have one of those old um old library what are those called uh the old they had a bunch of drawers and you pull it out oh, a, car- a, a, filing card cabinet. a card catalog i think like men's brains are more like a card catalog where they could have one drawer open at a time and then they're thinking like i'm i'm in business and i'm in business mode and then i close that drawer and then the um, like, woman's brain is more like a, a computer with pop-ups. Then there's a million things going yeah, on. So she's got you, George. Yeah. And we do them all well. And we do them all well. And we, we can sort to, through it really quickly. We have to be able to compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. I always say that, um, I think I said this when we did our presentation for you for the downtown partnership, that especially with, with the men in my life, so gentlemen, don't get offended. Um, I, you have to tell a guy the same thing three times Absolutely. before it soaks in. 
Nate. No, Nate's agreeing. I'm not getting in the evil yeah, eye. No. I, Rich, is, I Rich knows what's coming. No, 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 no. And if you don't believe me, then why do the signs always say live, live, live? <laughs> nude, nude, nude. <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls, girls. <laughs> that, was, that was a great X, part of your guys' X. presentation. Yeah. I enjoyed that part. We that was funny. That. <laughs> the George Ann Bender School of How Men Think. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were really lucky to have you guys um, recently come and speak to a lot of our downtown uh, re- retailers. Um, but what is one of the largest audience you guys have presented to or anything that sticks out? Mm. The largest audience we ever presented to was 7,000 people. Okay. Wowzers. <clears throat> and the beauty of it is you can't see past the first row. <laughs> like so it doesn't matter. But you know what? It was really fun to say, hey, you guys up there in the cheap seats. I, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> but but li- you literally, when you're on a stage and there are lights in your face, it doesn't matter how many people are in the room. We don't really care. When we do our presentations, there can be 10 people or 10,000, doesn't matter. And you know what? I think it's important that everybody thinks you're talking directly to them. Right. And, and that's cool. And so, you know, a lot of times when we're working, I might be looking in the darkness, but they think I'm looking right at them mm-hmm. because I can see me clearly. Yeah. But, but I think that, you know, that's the connection. So I really, we love small groups or smaller groups because in smaller groups, we really do make that connection. We just like to talk. Yeah. You know, we can see somebody <laughs> nodding yes or no, they don't understand or whatever the case. We can address that right away yeah. in smaller groups. Rich and I... We have a good time when we speak because we have a topic, we have an outline, we use a lot of visual slides, but we also respond off the visual cues of each other, and there's a lot of ad-libs, there's a lot of jokes, there's a lot of laughter, and so we really never know what's going to happen. It feels very authentic when I see you guys. It is. Thank you. Yeah. Because we just, yeah, I never know what's going to come out of his mouth. I mean, I kind of have an idea, but, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, So, you guys have been working together for 28 years. Uh, what kind of started you down this career path? Like, was there something that clicked that you're like, yes, this is for me? Or um, do, you, do you have a fun story to tell? Yeah, about it was an accident. It was actually <laughs> kind of an accident, wasn't it, George? Really? Yeah, so. Yeah, it really was. Okay. Rich always wanted to be a speaker. I didn't know what a speaker was. I didn't know that that was a real career. You did, you'd researched it. So we both worked for a company, and this company put on giant trade shows twice a year. And my position was director of store planning and visual merchandising, and Rich's was director of marketing, and you had also been director of training and real estate. So we were doing presentations at this show, and something happened. They had 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 retailers scheduled to be on a panel discussion or something, and two of them dropped out, and they needed two people. So the the corporate meeting planner grabbed us and said, hey, you two can talk. Will you sit on, sit on this panel? We went, yeah, okay. So we don't know each other. I mean, but we, we were sitting we on... We knew each other. Yeah, I mean, we I knew worked her, in the but same I didn't company. know her. We worked for the same company, but we worked Big in different company. divisions. So we okay. knew each other, but didn't really... We're on cool. stools nec- on the end yes, next so to each other. Rich said something that I thought was weird, stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Unfrequent that much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm irreverent. I'm going to tell you what I think. And I made a comment to him, and he was completely caught off guard and he responded and we both started laughing and then after that the moderator started feeding us questions and we kept giving each other a hard time turned into the rich and george show it did and afterwards the meeting planner came up to us and said that was really funny will you speak together at the next show and i thought great idea i'll do that and kaiser thought i was trying to pick him up (laughs) that's another one one of those male female things but we have been Business partners for the last 28 years. Our families are close. Rich is my daughter's godfather. So it's you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a, a cool trip. I was just thinking, she has a brilliant 
Godfather. Okay, you know what I'm saying now? Yeah, Rich will be stopping off at Mr. Marco's on the way home and ordering a license plate size gold medallion that says brilliant, brilliant. on it. Brilliant. Okay. okay. Let it go now. It's gone. Okay. So that's what happened. And, and actually, that meeting planner then started taking us outside from that company. They said, we've got another you know, big convention we'd like you to go to. And we did. And I think about three in, we started getting bookings. And that ended our career at that corporation, <laughs> so, so and, I can, and we really went out on our own. Okay. I can imagine, I, just imagine me going home and saying to my husband, the Marine, hey, honey, I met this guy, and I'm going on the road. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when I met Rob, her husband, I can remember saying, I understand you're an ex-Marine. And those steel eyes of his <laughs> bored a hole through my head when he said, there's no such thing as an ex-Marine. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> oh honey, you think I you had it. a tough? Rich's wife is a model. Oh, my God. A petite model. Okay, so when we're standing there, I, I want you to imagine that I have my left hand about five feet off the ground and my right hand about five, seven, five foot seven inches off the ground. I felt like a Sasquatch next to her. <laughs> I still do. We have a good time, though. Okay. We have a, it's, it's working. Yeah, oh, yeah. 28 years. 28 years, think. though. 28 years in St. Charles, too. You know what we say? We have a good time. We will make people laugh, and while they're laughing, we'll ram good information. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Really, I mean, that's what... That, that was a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. We'll ram yeah. some cheese. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm saying. Nate's you know in what? the corner passing out. Yeah. Hey, you guys are making me laugh. All right. So what else can we do for you? Yeah. So how and and when did you guys end up in St. Charles? You told us a little bit about this story. Stuck yeah. the pin. We Center actually, of the map. Actually, did when we were we leaving really that corporation. Right. Um, you know, we were talking, and we were meeting in library rooms for probably a month, right? And this, and we said, "This is crazy." I mean, we're getting so busy, we can't, we can't do. Working. We we need a place that we can have computers, and you know, and um, so and that. And I, I'll never forget because I went out to my car and I got a map, and we had an atlas. Wow, that was before <laughs> GPS. Back in the oh, day. And we put the atlas, and I handed George and a pin, and I said, "I tell you what, here's where you live, here's where I live, George. Go." And okay. St. Charles is in the center. And that happened. And our That's first crazy. office was in the wow. Cedar Avenue office center, and we were there for like... Eight years? No. Like 20 years. Really? Yeah, a long time. And then okay. we moved downtown for a while above Dawn's Beach Bar, which is a riot to be downtown <laughs> among all the retailers. <laughs> tiki right. Tiki the bar. Tiki Bar. And now we're in a beautiful green farmhouse on Main Street across from the Hyundai dealership. And okay. uh, it's awesome. You have some spooky spirits that live with you as well. It is haunted. It is haunted. We think it's haunted. haunted. I'm sure they'll... My my office chair literally turns 180 degrees almost every night. And there's nothing that would make it to floors level. I even jam it under my desk and it's still turned in the morning. Not every morning. You know, when we did that thing on MSNBC, Uh we shot it in Geneva at Sherry Relish's store, Peaceful Parlor. Mm -hmm. And Sherry does a lot with... Psychics. She does a lot with holistic, wellness, organic. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of the word right now because I can't can't remember it. Reiki? Uh, No, 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 no. No. Merchandise that's made overseas, Africa. Oh, uh, free trade. Yeah, free trade. 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 I can never remember the words free trade. 
but we were doing this presentation and there was a lady who works there part-time and she was a psychic and she walked up to me and she goes, they're harmless. And I said, what? She said, the people in your house, they're harmless. Just tell them to knock it off. The kids. They're not kids. I don't oh. know where you got kids. Oh. She goes, just tell them to knock it off. And I said, oh, okay. So I walked in the office the next day and I went, knock it off. <laughs> just, you know, stop it. So they don't bother me at all. Oh. But they give Rich a hard time. Oh. You, you haven't laid down the law yet. They turn the lights on. <laughs> they turn the lights on. They do. When I go home, I'm, a, I'm anal about it, man. I, of course, I, I'm thinking it's dementia. He's thinking it's, you know, <laughs> Casper up in the attic. I promise, I promise I turned his lights off last night. And they're on in the morning. I don't know. I just think that they listen to our presentations if we're, you know, going through them together before we give them. And they're so motivated, they want us to know there's an audience all the time. Because they're always on. I'm going to sit over here because when the lightning bolt hits, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be far enough away. I'm closer over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So oh, you hear that? Yeah. That was, that was a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> that was too perfect of timing. Um, so, you know, you guys talked about living above, you know, Don's beach, uh, beach hut. So yep. what have been some things that you guys have come to love about, you know, you guys were in downtown for a little bit. So what are some things that you guys have liked about downtown St. Charles? There's an energy about being down in an environment. A spooky like energy, that. or no, good energy. Uh, no, really good. Energy. And you know a what? Retail we would, energy. We, yes. We would, it, would, it would be a rare day. It would have to be snowing really bad or cold or something. That when we went to lunch, we didn't walk the street and bop into different stores and listen and watch. So it was really cool because we were in the heart of the activity when we were yeah, there. Yeah, you know, it was really cool to be able to walk down to any restaurant, pick a restaurant, go to lunch, know the people who work there. It was great to be able to walk down the street and see a retailer and, and see people shopping. And there's always people walking around. And we loved it when there were carnivals or scarecrow festival or whatever, because we were right there. And we had these great, for these great windows that overlooked the, the street that we were on. And it was, um, we feel a little bit more isolated now yes, because we're off the, off the main drag. Mm -hmm. You know, it, there's just an energy to where there's a lot of retail. We miss that. Yeah, and that produces a lot of excitement, especially in a retail environment where you have changing businesses. Uh, right. Because when they change, you, you, you get a really good perspective of who this new company is or person is. And we take a look at how they're putting their business together. And, and in our minds, we start cataloging what looks good and what doesn't look so smart from that perspective. But, you know, they've never built a statue to a critic, so we would never stop and say that's stupid. But... Uh, we're usually right. <laughs> you know, w one of the things is that when you work, we have one other person who works with us, but she's not in the office most of the time. She works from home. So usually when we're in the office, we're in the office together, which is good. And there are other people in our building that we, we can interact with people across the hall. And there's a um, an office downstairs, a, a medical office downstairs. So there's always people around, people to talk to. But Sometimes you just have to get out of your environment. You have to get out of your own head. So the beauty of having an office downtown St. Charles is that we could walk out the front door and we were immediately engulfed in something else that was bigger than we were. Yeah. Now we have a beautiful yard. I mean, we can go out and sit in the yard, but it's not the same as being able to right. Right. walk into a store and talk isolated. to other people. Yeah. I think that's why I like those uh, co uh, working spaces have become so big and popular, especially it seems like in the Fox Valley, there seems to be more and more that are popping up 
And I think it's because um, the feedback we get you get is if you work by yourself in your home by yourself, that's good. You, you grow, you kind of grow barnacles. That's what, We're social. That's, yeah, and then this, but this way you get to kind of have the social environment that you kind of, as humans, we need. So. Very interesting. That's cool. So we're constantly coming down, though. That's what we do. You know, we yeah. eat lunch. Yeah. We're back down yeah. because it, you got to do that. Yeah. I, you know, I think that we meet you guys at Starbucks quite a bit. And try to get the pulse. And the cool thing is, kind of, you know, what you talked about is like that energy. You know, I, me being in this position for about six months. That's one thing that I've noticed is there's been a lot of businesses that have come in. You know, you got Pearl and Sons. You got uh, Cave Diem that's hopefully opening up uh, within Soon. the next month. Yeah. Um, you have Gordy's, you know, all these businesses coming in. So I completely agree with that point that there's a good energy down here. So there is. yeah, really good. And there's a great mix of retail and there's a great mix of restaurants. We love townhouse books. Yeah. Okay. It's hard not I to. I mean, that's the place we go in and see David. That's the place that we go. If we're bringing guests into town, we take them to lunch. We always go there first because you're, again, you're immersed in retail and it's this old world feeling and it's, just, it's a cool place. It's we cool. went to Pearl and Sons on Friday. What a great place. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, come on. Yeah, we are so lucky to have that on First Street now. Burned up my American Express card in there. Had had lunch at Eden on the on the river. Had never done that before. So there's, there's we've been here for 28 years and it, it's sad sometimes. I'll say, well, we've never been there. What do you mean you've never been here? It's a mile from your office. <laughs> yeah. We didn't venture back here, so there's still a lot of opportunity. We right. never stop learning. All right, we're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back after these messages. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Break Between the Podcast. This is Nate Went, bringing you all the information about the Downtown St. Charles Partnership and Downtown St. Charles. Speaking of information about Downtown St. Charles, we just had a humongous event. We had Holiday Homecoming, which featured the Lighting of the Lights ceremony on Friday and the Electric Christmas Parade on Saturday. It was a tremendous event, and it wouldn't have been possible without some of the key people that I'm about to list right now. First off, we're our sponsors. Thank you so much to everyone who sponsored, whether it was from sponsoring a float to sponsoring the lighting of the lights on Friday. All of you made it such a tremendous event. We'd like to give a special shout out to Fox Valley Auto Group for being the presenting sponsors of the parade. We'd also like to take this chance to thank our volunteers, coordinators, everyone who helped make uh, the parade on Saturday and the lighting of the lights ceremony on Friday go so well. Uh, it was truly a group effort. It was amazing to see all the pieces come together for my first Electric Christmas Parade experience uh, with the Downtown St. Charles Partnership. So thank you everyone for such a tremendous event and looking forward to next year. So now that this event uh, has wrapped up, we're going to start looking towards the St. Patrick's Day Parade. More information will be coming out about that towards the new year. So if you're interested in participating in the parade or if you participated last year, be sure to keep your eye out for information. Beyond that, there's not too much news to share. So we at the DSCP would like to wish everyone a happy holidays and happy new year. We're very excited to see where the new year takes us as well as to see where this podcast goes. It's been a great experience to be on this and working on this and working with so many people in the community, and we would love to keep this going. So thank you all for listening, and if you would like to ever come on the podcast, we're always open. Uh, you can send us some information at info at downtownstcharles.org. Thank you all for listening, and let's get right back into the podcast.
ready for your most famous yes. question. Yes. So this is a question that we ask everyone. So, uh, Rich, uh, if you were the king of St. Charles and George Ann, if you were the queen of St. Charles, or if you guys want to rule together, that's also an option. Um, for a day, what would be your first pro- proclamation and why? Uh-oh. I can tell you that you won't <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say, George? I would want you to put barriers in front of the stores on North Avenue Absolutely. so that when I'm walking down the street shopping, I don't feel like I'm going to get hit by a car. Okay. We, you know, one of the, we talk to a lot of customers, and it's scary sometimes when they're walking on those sidewalks, especially like a mother pushing a stroller. And one year at the Scarecrow Fest, they had those barriers up. And we looked at them and said, why couldn't you take those barriers? And I don't know. It's probably a law against it. Because it's an Illinois state law. Let me it's just say what our me, law. Yeah. <laughs> what I was saying is if you could Illinois, put some kind of a barrier like that. <laughs> I and then, you know, those it. barriers are orange, you know, that right. meant to be seen. To cover them in vinyl uh, that looks like a garden with a bunch of plants. Yes. And things. Okay. That in Florida the vinyl on electrical mm-hmm. boxes. Cool. Yeah. gorgeous. I it, love a wrap. As, yeah. yeah. In a window. A wrap. In a store That's window. exactly what it is. And it's beautiful. But yet. It's a safety thing, and I think you would feel better. So you asked. Okay. That would be well, it. You hey, did ask. We, we leave it open up to everyone because <laughs> everyone has a different answer. And, yeah. you know, sometimes whoever's listening to this might be like, huh, I hadn't thought about that before. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, We've gotten exactly. all sorts of different answers, too. And you know, I got another one, too, specifically oh, as, a, as from a retail perspective. <laughs> no, we would really love to be able to, you know, drop a seed on the city and have it infect every retailer that says we're going to really work together as a common goal. You know what I mean? Right. We're all going to talk with each other and not think that it's to your advantage or my advantage. Okay. Let's all get it together. Because we've seen that greatness come to life in a lot of cities that we work with uh, because they got to that point. Yeah. And that's okay. an important thing to say. Cross-promoting is your friend. It yeah. is. We can all succeed together. Yeah. Kumbaya, baby. Kumbaya. <laughs> Um, so since uh, you guys are the experts, can you talk to us about some shopping tips and tricks um, that we'll be seeing this holiday season? Ooh, this is my favorite thing because <laughs> I'm a professional store planner. I know all the nooks and crannies and what works and what doesn't. So you want me to talk about it from the consumer perspective or from the business perspective? Uh, consumer. Okay. Uh, you're a shopper. I'm a shopper. You walk into a store. When you walk into a store, you usually don't start thinking about merchandise until you're at least five feet inside the store because you're dragging the kids, the stroller, the shopping cart, your ba- whatever. You're not even thinking about it. You walk in about five feet in, there's generally going to be a table that's right in front of you. That table in retail lingo is called a speed bump. And its job is to get you excited about what the store has to offer. Beautiful. Yeah, generally, right, that, because that's the first place you look in a store. Generally, that table will have a grouping of the best of the best of what's in the store because it sets the flavor. Yeah. The next best place to shop in a store, 90% of people will walk into a space and they'll look or turn to the right. So if the speed bump directly in front of you is the, the first shopping area, to your right is the second most important shopping area. Okay. And hopefully there won't be a checkout counter there. Hopefully there <laughs> will be merchandise. The third most important will be on your left. As you walk through the store, look for... End features. Those are, I think about grocery stores for a minute, if you will. You know when you push in your cart down the aisle and there's the end feature and it's got the sale items yeah. on it? Well, every kind of store has a variation of end features. That's where you're going to find promotional goods, best merchandise buys. at the best price, right? Best buys, value buys. Look at that first. Take a look in the back of the store as well because retailers Put good stuff in the back of the store. And again, the grocery store analogy, the milk and the eggs are always in the back of the store because they want you walking through the rest of the store 
and see the end features and all the different displays that are on the sales floor, but it's a destination to the back. Yeah. So you see more of it. Okay. And you're always going to be tempted by items at the checkout counter. Always. Especially women. Yeah. You know what we do? We egg each other on to buy. <laughs> Jenna will go, what do you think of this? And I'll say, that's really good, but you should get this too. Yeah. Well, because they also, they have like most of the necessities there. Like they got chapstick, they got, you know, candy, and you're just like, you know, I think I could go for a pack of Skittles right now. Or, yeah, I need those you know, things. It's a little windy out. My lips are a little chapped. I could, I'll just buy some chapstick right now and just get it done. So. so that, and that's what guys look for. Except, <laughs> except at Costco where you're impulse buying a canoe. <laughs> or a bark alone, I, my husband. I haven't done that yet. A bark but, uh, alone, you will. I'll keep it on yeah. the bucket list. <laughs> I get phone calls from my impulse husband when he's at Costco. And he's like, do we Costco. need this? And it'll be like, do we need a canoe? Do we need a 50-foot inflatable snowman? Like, no, I don't, me, I don't think we do. With me, it's always, should we get that big television? Yeah. Because it's the first thing I see. I love that. Well, yeah. that's it. That's a speed bump. It's the first yep, thing you sure see. It is. makes so you wonder. That electric se- or the electronic section always gets me. I kind of wander a little like bit a through bug. there first. Yeah. I actually can't go to lunch with Nate where there's a TV. <laughs> This is a fun fact about Nate. We can't go to lunch anywhere where there's a TV because he zones out. He will just, we'll, the whole conversation, he's just gone. So we, there's only certain restaurants. I have we to can sit with Nate my back to, to the TV or I have yeah, to. Yeah, we won't let him sit with it, like, where he can see the TV because it <laughs> won't exist. So here's what I want to do next week. I want to do it this next week because we're out of town the rest of this week. I want to go to Alley 64, the four of us next week, and I want to put Nate and Rich in front of the TV and yeah. just videotape him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll look like just watch him. The two of us in there staring at the wall. Yeah. Like I mean, the, fir- the first time it happened, I was sort of like, maybe Nate just doesn't want to go to lunch with us. And then I was like, no, this is a thing for him. It's like a, like a moth to a I'm plane. sorry. The sports are so interesting. And I, <laughs> I just love sports. It's, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> Christmas is the, you know, is, is the golden quarter yeah. for retailers, right? And, and the point I'm going to make about this conversation is the consumers, customers, take in everything that there is to take in when they walk into a place. And they make a value judgment right away. So one of the things we stress to retailers is, number one, it's an emotional time. You've got to look mm-hmm. the part. You know, you can't just say, come into the store. It's got to look like the holiday if you want the people to feel like holiday. Right. It's got to sound like the holiday if you want the people to feel like holiday. And it's got to change consistently because people will walk in, and a week later they might, wa- they might walk back in. The worst thing that can happen is to have them look and say, gee, I, just, I saw this last week. We don't need to spend much time here. The store has got to become more fluid than ever before because we will see, in essence, 65% of a whole year's traffic in that one, quor- one, one four-week right. period of time. So it's our time to really shine. And you know what else it's our time to do? Take anything that we've had a problem with and get the price right because we've probably got six times the footsteps for these four weeks than we get any other time during the year. What a time to get the maximum price on a problem that you want to liquidate out of the store. So don't be careful. Uh, don't be too careful and don't be too shy about offering special offerings, clearance merchandise. I wouldn't put them in the front door. Right. But the store has got to remain fluid. <laughs> it's got to change almost every day. you got to do something to make it look a little different. Hey, you know why stores play disco in their stores or pop music? My favorite um, music genres. Um, is, yeah, <laughs> love disco. You know why it makes you stay longer and spend more? It does. What do you, what's the why? It's 140 the beat. beats a minute. I'm dancing can, right now, people. You can't see me, but I'm charity. <laughs> you know, so is it kind of like those it, good vibes? You know, then? What, what, you know, it's why? all the good vibes. Yeah, it makes you happy. About 140 beats. Listen to Staying Alive, you're like, you know what? 
I think I'll actually go buy that pillow now. <laughs> it's, it's all the same temple. Right. And people, you'll see people lift up to it. It wakes them up. It doesn't okay. put them to sleep. Right. So it's not restaurant meal music in the in the evening. Yeah. You know, you got to wake people up. Right. Wasn't there science too behind the, like, I've always heard there's grocery store music science, like um, behind the, like, the music they play at the grocery store during the different times of day. They know who their demographic is. That's and what uh, Muzak music. does. Yeah. Muzak will do mm. that. You know, that. Psychologists will will create music for different times of the day and yeah. My store, when I have a store, was all disco all day, all day. Uh, I would love that store all day, but not like how Abercrombie used to do it, where you know you go in your ears, your ears would be bleeding. Right, right. It's not a not a club when you're going in there. Yeah, I'm not going to a club. So dark and the music is so loud. (laughs) You know, and some people will say to us, "Well, music really isn't that important to me as a customer." It's not. Go into a store that plays no music and be aware that they're not playing any music. No. You've been to a right. Target at 9.30 at night? Ha- yeah. We oh, would challenge people. It's kind of empty and yeah. there's no noise. They don't play music. Right. Oh, they're, they're testing it in certain locations now. but Urban locations, overall, they play music. they don't play music. Right. And it's... It's a morgue it's at 9.30 at night. Well, because you don't want to, like, w- go through a store and hear, like, shopping carts, and that'd be, like, the only noise or, like, the sound of, like, the – if you're in the grocery section, like, the, the refrigeration and stuff, then you're just kind of, like – Somebody's sneaking up behind you. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the footsteps, and you're, like – Can I help you? Look behind oh, you, and no. you're, like <laughs> – <laughs> But for Christmas time, you know, the, the, the big things this season is, you know, high service, high service, yeah. high change rate within the store. Take care of your merchandise. And have fun with it. Is that your biggest advice? Is That is. Yeah. That is, that is my. We have a that's rule. That's the heart of my advice. We have a rule that we share with our clients. We call it the seven tile rule. That you should never be within seven feet of a customer and not acknowledge them. And we don't care if you talk to them, if you just make eye contact and smile. Because we do a lot of focus groups every year. We do hundreds of focus groups. And okay. we do on-site studies. And we do one-on-one conversations. But in our focus groups, one of the things that comes up all the time from consumers is, can you just say hello to me? Yeah. Right. You know, I know that you salesperson know that I'm over here, but you're busy helping something else. Just acknowledge me. And you know what? Look at me. Yeah, because they have that kind of view. In focus groups, we'll say, tell me, tell us, tell George and I, tell us a customer service story. Invariably, somebody will stand up and say, well, I'll tell you what happened to me. I walked into this place and yada, da, da, da. It's just horrible. And you sit down and another person will stand up and it's kind of like, let me, t- I can beat that. You would not believe what happened to me. And it gets worse and worse. And we finally stop it after three or four and we say, wait a minute. I didn't ask you to tell me a bad customer service story. So tell me a customer service story. But what happens is if we're not vigilant about greeting them or whatever, that mindset goes automatic. You know what? They're not here to help. And that's a very dangerous place to be. Well, I, I think a lot of retailers get caught in that. You know, maybe in my experience, we have this thing that we call the Kaiser and Bender Invisibility Tour. And we try and see how many stores we can Their go into in a row. Cloak. <laughs> need an invisibility. invisibility cloak. You didn't ask me the big question yet. I know. Well, it's coming. Okay. So... We call it the invisibility tour because we go into a lot of stores and we're invisible. Okay. You know, they people just don't acknowledge us, which I don't understand, but okay, it's your deal. <laughs> but if if retailers pick up one thing, if they just say hello to people when they walk in, it makes all the difference in the world. So we, I like to bring this up to all of my, all the people that also love Harry Potter as much as I do. <laughs> do you, Do you know what house uh, you belong there it to? Is. Gryffindor. <laughs> All right, right. No surprise. No surprise. Oh, I'm a Gryffindor. 
No. Griffin's you are a Griffin dork. You're a Griffin dork. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've watched that stuff, but I can't do that. She wears the robe. I know. And I she love my have your bracelet on today? She's got, I don't have my bracelet she's on. She's got wands that make it rain, you know, the lights <laughs> yeah. turn on and off. And, yeah. So maybe I secretly the, she's just I, a I'm witch. Probably and one of the premier, have I'd be one of the premier wizards. That's probably what I would say. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm Fair. That's a bold statement. Way up there. They can't yeah. house me. I could guess yeah. that. Yeah. My, my kids read <laughs> the Harry Potter books when they were little, and I didn't think too much of them. But then we've been, this is odd, but Rich and I have been annual pass holders at Universal Studios Orlando mm-hmm. since about 2005, something like that. Because it's research. Yeah, it's research. <laughs> it's research, totally. Well, but, they well, built, research. but they built the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And I got to tell you what, if you haven't been there, here's a commercial universal. If you haven't been there, yes. sponsor us. Right? You, you, you <laughs> think that you're there. You, you do, 100%. It's an absolutely immersive thing. And so here's me, you know, a couple of decades after the books came out going, I, I like this stuff. Yeah. Plus that robe. Yeah. Most flattering garment I own. <laughs> I could have a coat made out of it. It even made a curmudgeon like me at Universal Studios really have a good time. Yeah. So, and that's Rich what, and that's what retail got, is all about. Do you know whose wand he got? He has, no, I have it's, a a, wand. it's an oak wand. Yeah. An oak wand. And he was chosen at, um, by Mr. Oleander. And, yeah. and okay. But See, it's my dream. I'm kind of mad at you now. You want me to tell the rest of the story? Yeah, no, they, because it takes an hour and a half. No, so. it doesn't. I'll make it real quick. <laughs> they chose me to do the wand thing in front of everybody. And then after this thing is over and I made the lights turn on and stuff, I had to write wand. Everybody said, they said, you, everybody exit out that door over there. And we started to exit, George Ann and I. He says, no, no, you don't exit out there. So I'm looking at him. He's got this wand. It's all in a box again and told me how it was made and when, 3,000 years ago. And he said, he looks at me, he said, will you take care of this wand? I said, oh, of course. I thought they were giving me a wand, right? So he said, you need to exit out that door, which is on the other side of the room right now. Keep in character. He's still the wizard or whatever. So I walked into this next room, and another wizard's in there. And he handed my wand box to that wizard. That wizard told me where it was made and how old it was. And then he said, same thing. Will you take care of it? And I said, yes, I will. And he said, great. That'll be (laughs) (laughs) $49.95. But is that a true story? Silly mortal. Don't you know all rides end in the gift shop? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But man, that's a a good plan because then you're like, oh. What do you say? I might as well. Yeah, I sure. That. You get the experience with it. <laughs> four-year-old next to me standing there knew that you buy the wand. Ed, Ed here thinks he's getting it for free. So I, I looked at George and I looked at him. And I said, "I'm not buying for this for forty-nine ninety-five. George goes, bucks. "Yeah, forty. George goes, "We'll take it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is expense. Awesome. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up here? You guys have been awesome. This is really fun. We really enjoy working with you guys. We, we love, love working guys. with you guys, too. In all seriousness, like- you know, what we've talked about is, you know, our mission is, and this sounds really hokey, our mission truly, truly is is to make everybody's business what they dreamt it could be. And that's, you know, that's that's our focus every day when, when we critique or we walk in and talk. Our mission is just, hey, how can we make it better for them? Do you, you know, have a tagline? I, is it making dreams come true? No, no, no Walt. <laughs> no, no Walt. Walt. <laughs> here, the, you know, here the Disney police will be here any second. I know, well, I right? Yeah, we're going to get a, a, a season. Hey, 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 leave it in. I got a great Disney story. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
putting the, putting the hammer down. Makes a great point. You know what? We've tried this past year. It, it's We travel a lot, but we've tried this past year to get more involved in our community and to meet more people, and you guys have helped us do that. And, and we enjoy working with local retailers, local businesses, and we bring a fresh perspective to the table. We know probably more about your businesses than the average consumer because we spend a lot of time in there. So that's our goal this year or in 2019 as well, just to get more involved locally. Mm -hmm. So we're around. Call us. Come visit us. Come visit us at the farmhouse. See the spirits. Yeah. See the spirits. Watch Rich's chair turn around. It's a fun thing. I always say this. I just can't believe how lucky like we are that that pin fit into St. Charles because we are very lucky to to have you guys. And you can also find these guys on Facebook, Twitter, and on their website, www.kaiserandbender.com. So be sure to check them out because these guys, they know their stuff and they're awesome. So. So that's all we have for the show today. So we'll see you next time on What's Up? Downtown.